last week Rabbi Flexer told me that he saw in the name of I think it was Rabbi Flexer who told me I forget that he saw in the name of Rabbi Belsky Zichron Levracha that if a person had a fleshig lunch and you want to have a coffee but you want to have creamer in your coffee and all the non-dairy creamer says O-U-D on it that you are allowed to use the O-U-D creamer in your coffee. Why? Is it just dairy equipment? No, it is dairy. There's actual milk product in there. Well, wait a second. Why then are you allowed to have it in your coffee? So apparently, Rabbi Belsky had said that it's batel. That when you put it in the coffee, it becomes batel. The shishim is such a tiny amount. When you put milk in your coffee, it's not batel because it's not shishim. It's not 60 times the coffee to the milk. But when you put non-dairy creamer, even though the non-dairy creamer itself has some milk in it, it's a small enough percentage of milk that it's not butter in the creamer, but when you combine the rest of the ingredients of the creamer with the coffee, that will be 60 to 1 to your, uh, to your milk, and therefore you're allowed to do that and you're allowed to drink it after, uh, after having flesh. Now, for those who drink coffee and who often have flesh lunches, this is a very big deal. Sometimes uh, we're tired in the afternoon. I always have a chicken salad for lunch every day, pretty much. So uh, often tired in the afternoon, that 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, where you feel like you're falling asleep and you can't have coffee without milk if you're not a real serious coffee drinker. So, uh, so this is a big deal. So I wanted to look into this and see if this is... Uh, if this is um, you know, if this, if, if this is something everybody would agree to, if this was only a Chiddush Rabbi Belsky, I couldn't find that Rabbi Belsky wrote it anywhere, but online they say that uh, someone named Rabbi Yosef Wagner uh, reported that he asked Rabbi Belsky this, and Rabbi Belsky gave this, uh, this Psak Halacha. So where does this come from? So first of all, the Metzius is important to know. How much dairy is there in the, uh, in, in, in the, the, the non-dairy creamer? What dairy is there? Why is it called non-dairy creamer if there is dairy in there? So apparently there is a certain milk protein that gets added to non-dairy creamer to impart a milky flavor and texture, but it is not a significant majority of it. Now, I couldn't find online exactly what percentage of the non-dairy creamer is milk, but you get the impression that it's enough to give a little bit of time in the creamer, but not enough to, uh, in the, not a significant percentage. That certainly when that creamer is mixed with coffee, that it's going to be 60 times the coffee plus the other ingredients to the non-dairy creamer itself. Now, for to understand the halacha over here, the halacha that's in play over here, you need to know two things, two bits of background. First of all, there is a din called bittel, that something can become batal b'shishim, that if you have uh, 60 times the amount of the davar asr, it will be mevatal the davar asr. However, there's also called something called, there's, something, there's a principle called chaticha nasis nevela, that if you have chazer that gives tam into, uh, you know, let's say my water, over here my water bottle, and the whole thing is chazer flavored water now, so the entire water becomes chazer. The entire bottle is now chazer. We don't view it as if, you know, it was only two ounces of chazer that put, put flavor into this uh, 12 ounce bottle of water. 16.9 fluid ounce bottle of water. It was so you can say, oh, it's only two ounces of chaz. No, once it gives flavor into it, chaticha nasis nevelo. The whole thing becomes a chefza of chazer. But that's only when you have a davar aser, when you're being mavatal and iser. But when you're being mavatal a davar heter, 
milk is kosher. There's nothing wrong with milk. You're being mevatel davar heter, then we don't say chatichan asas nevela. So when the milk is in the coffee creamer, we don't say, oh, the whole coffee creamer has now become milk. Chatichan asas nevela. We don't say that because it's a davar heter that you mix with the, uh, with, the, with the rest of the ingredients in the coffee creamer. The second thing to be aware of is that there is a halacha that one must, must wait between eating milchigs, between eating fleshigs and eating milchigs. That is a gemara. The gemara says, mesuda lesuda, is the requirement. The Gemara says one of the Amoraim comments that his father used to be so from that he would wait 24 hours, but I know, I'm only like vinegar, the son of wine, I'm not nearly as good as my father, I only wait, that is clearly only a Din Midarabana. That is not a Din Midaraisa. How do I know that? Because on the Daraisa level, the Gemara tells us, teaches us that the only way to violate on the Daraisa level is if you actually not just have the milk and meat together, but cook the milk and meat together. Anything short of having milk and meat that was actually cooked together, of eating milk and meat that was actually cooked together is not going to be Basu Bechal Midaraisa, is only going to be Basu Bechal Midarabanan. So we're definitely dealing with the Dindarabanan when we're talking about waiting between milchigs and flesheks. So now let's analyze each of those halachas independently. First of all, can you be Mevatel Heter Lechadchila? Generally speaking, one is not allowed to take a little bit of Chazer and put it in their chalent or their chicken soup even though there is 60 times chicken soup slash chalent to the chazer. You're not allowed to be mevatel in Israel lechadchila. But what about being mevatel heter lechadchila? You're trying to be mevatel the milk. You're trying to make that batel. Is that mutter? The Ramah writes, Kezayis chalav shenafel if a kezayis of milk fell into water, v'nis batel b'shishim, and became batel b'shishim, v'achar kach nafel hamayim l'kadeira shel basar, mutter. And then the water falls into that water that had milk bottle in it falls into a meat pot, uh, a pot of meat that is mutter, even though there is there isn't shishim in the meat can I get the milk, because the milk is already bottle. So even though the meat may not be sixty times the volume of the milk that initially had fallen into that water, but the milk is already bottle in the water. The milk isn't there anymore. The milk is gone. And therefore, if it falls into the meat, it's not going to cause any problems. The shach over there quotes from the Torah's Chattas that something already bottle would be mutter to eat with or after meat. So if milk is already bottle in the creamer, then it would for sure be fine. But the, 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 the shach points out, the chiddush is that even though we don't say bitter letter, with klayim over here, we're still going to say that milk can become bottle in water. But that, this would only help us if the milk actually became bottle in the creamer. It doesn't. The milk is not 160th of the creamer. It's more than 160th of the, uh, of the creamer. So the question is, what if you... Uh, and, and, and also, even if it was uh, less than 160th of the creamer, we'd have to discuss, what if you bought the creamer specifically for this purpose? That you want to use it because you want to have it after flashings. So is that called that you're being mevatel uh, chadchila? Um, but you could argue that, that that's not called being vatal. You bought it to have a coffee creamer. It just happens to be that many of the times you have it, it's going to be after flashings. Prima Gadam and Gleim say that, 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 that what you're not allowed to do is to be mevatel the milk and then add it to meat. Meaning, yeah, if the milk was already bottled in the water, you're allowed to be mevatel in the water and that's fine. If it was already bottled in the water and then it fell into the meat, that's fine. But you're not allowed to be mevatel so that you can mix it with meat. So, now, 
Now, given that halacha, you're not allowed to be mevatel milk so that you can mix it with meat. Are you allowed to be mevatel milk so that you can eat it after meat? So that is really the crux of our question. Is eating it, is mixing it with meat the same as eating it after meat? You can't be mevatel milk to, to, to mix it with meat. That's called uh, being mevatel l'sil but you, the question is, are you allowed to be about the milk to eat it after meat? So now we have to discuss a little bit about waiting. Um, in Shiurei Arav, Rav Salvechik Shirman Yaradeya, in Simonon Tess, he points out that there is a three-way machlokas about how to view the requirement to wait after eating fleshiks and before eating milchiks. Rashi in Chulun Kuf Gimelam Beis says that even eating it together without having been cooked together, milchik and fleshik together, that have not been cooked together, is nisr chefza. That he doesn't use that term, but it seems to clearly assume that it's a chefza of basar b'chalav. That it's not just that we have this extra stringency that we have to observe. We view this as basar b'chalav. So apparently, according to Rashi, even things that are only dirabbanan are in Isr Cheftzav Basar Bechalav, that we're going to say that this becomes Basar Bechalav. The Rambam says that meat after cheese is, seems to say, is, would be, would, would, would be, uh, is, is, is a din on the Gavra, the Rav Salvechik understands the Rambam. That's why he says they would never go there on chicken, on, uh, on, on chicken after cheese. But cheese after meat is in Isr Cheftzav, why? Because what's the whole reason you have to wait the six hours after you have the meat? Because we assume there's still basar b'neshinayim, or there's still tam basar b'piv. You still have some meat in your mouth. So when you put the cheese in your mouth, the meat and the cheese are mixing together. When you uh, put the cheese in your mouth after having meat, or you put the milk in your mouth after having meat, we assume they're mixing together. And that's why there are moles, there goes there even on chicken. Even after chicken, you have to wait for six hours because it becomes a chefza of basar b'chalav. Tulsos, however, understands that both eating meat after milk and milk after meat are only in Isser Gavra. And therefore, they were never Gozer on Oaf because it's only in Isser Gavra. That's how uh, Hatosus understands. So this explains the different shitos about how much time to wait. The Ramam assumes it's in Isser Chavtza, says you have to wait six hours so that you don't create the Chavtza of Basar B'chalav in your mouth. Tosus who assumes that it's Archak on the Gavra, you just need to halachically make it a different su'uda by benching, and then you did something to show that they're separate. It was never mixing anyway. You're not having them together. So we just have a, an extra Archak, and not just don't have them together, but do something to divide them, to, to separate them. So you separate them by benching, or by having a different, a different su'uda. Even Rabbeinu Tam says that, um, that kinuach, cleaning out your mouth, uh, alone will work. We'll probably also say that it's a din in the Gavran. You just have to do something to indicate that it's a separate suda. So how do you indicate that it's a separate suda? You clean out your mouth or you bench, one or the other. That indicates that it's a separate suda. Why am I getting into this whole Gavra Chefts issue? Because if you view eating milchigs after eating fleshigs as eating a Chefts of Basar B'chalav, right, of, have, of creating a Chefts of Basar B'chalav, then you're not, and what did we say before? You're not allowed to be mevatel milk for the purpose of mixing it with meat. Well, if you view milk after meat as a chefza of basar b'chalav, that is the equivalent of mixing milk with meat. And it should therefore be asr. But if you do not view eating milk after meat as a chefza of basar b'chalav, you view it as a harchak on the gavra, something that you're just makbid about, that we have to be makbid about, to try to symbolize that we're dividing it up into a separate meal, 
Well, then it's not the same as being mevatel milk and mixing it with meat. That's a problem because you're actually mixing milk and meat. But if it's if the waiting is just archak on the gavra, so what am I doing? I'm having something that's batel, that the milk is already batel after I uh, ate meat. So I already have the archaka that's uh, that's necessary. It's not uh, it's not it's not a violation of bitulisser when you uh, when when you you have something where the milk is already batel. So that's what Ravelski meant. Ravelski the the psak that Ravelski gave as it was reported. I'll read you his words. Was uh, Rabbi Yosef Wagner writes? I once asked Ravelski if someone can be mevatel milk peshishim in one's coffee during the six-hour waiting period after eating meat. My application of this is to some non-dairy creamers that have a little bit of milk in them, and since we do not say, shishim is only needed against the little milk in the non-dairy creamer, and he said yes, as the minig is on the gavra to wait six hours, and thus would not violate ein mevatlinus of the chachila. However, if you assume like Rav Salvechik, it's really Machlokas Rishonim. It's not so partial that the minute is on the Gavra. He assumes that according to the Rambam, it's a din in a cheftza of Basa Bechala. So maybe it would really depend on whether you pass like that Rambam. I mean, if you're a Dutch Jew who only waits one hour or who, whatever, who doesn't have to wait the six hours, so maybe you're assuming, like the Shita of the Balea Tosfos, that you only need to be Marchik because it's a din in the Gavra. It's not a din in the Chavta Machosos. Then maybe it would be Mutter. Whereas if you're, let's say, a Svardi who paskins the Rambam Lahalacha, not just a Chum Lahalacha, so then you would not be allowed to do it because that's a Chavta Machosos. What if you're like everybody else, somewhere in between, you're not Svartic and you're not a Dutch Jew, you keep six hours, but only Betoras Chumra, where the Ramah really paskins me, we don't have to keep six hours, but the Shach writes, anyone who has a Reach Torah should keep the, uh, the six hours. So it's debatable. It doesn't mean that we keep the six hours because we're just stam being extra machmir, but maybe we shouldn't be. We don't have to be extra machmir for something that's already batel. Or it doesn't mean that no, if we're going to keep the six hours, keep the six hours the way the Rambam would have meant it to be to keep the six hours. That it's uh, to treat it kiilu. It's the ikradin. So it's at least debatable. It's at least a, uh, a debatable point. But Rabelsky certainly was of the opinion that it's only in Isra and the Gavra, and therefore he thought that that maybe you can uh, you can add the non dairy creamer. To the to the coffee as long as it becomes bottle bashishim even in, within the six hours of having flashings.